say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that wonders if dingles will eat people, will they also eat irreverent and boorish robots? That's the hot take. This is Hysteria 51. Good question. We should send that Johnny Five to Australia. Not what he meant. <laughs> Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. I'm your host, Brent Han, and is sitting across from me, filling in for week number two. That's two weeks in a row, Woo-hoo. if you're nasty. Uh, my co-host and the butch to my Sundance, Mr. David Flora. Lord knows I'm nasty. <laughs> Literally no one listening gets that reference. Yeah, that might be true, but that other voice you're hearing is our robot co-host, Conspiracy Bot. David, you know, see about the drunk and the angry robot <laughs> bent on world domination. He also writes poetry now. He keeps telling me. What? Roses are red. Violets are blue. The streets will flow with the blood of the non-believers. Needs work. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think it does need work. You both need work. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I can't compete with that comeback. <laughs> ah, sick burn. That's a sick burn. Need some water? Need some water? I for need that? some aloe. <laughs> Oh, man. So, Florissants, we're back down under this week. We've been doing a lot of trepsing on, on our show down to the land, down the land of make-believe because it doesn't really exist. As we know, these are just fairy tales. Australia's fake. Uh, I was <laughs> hey, thinking, hey, real quick, did you say dingle at the beginning? Dingo? <laughs> dingo? Said, said dingle? If you wondered if dingles will eat people. Uh, well, they are a berry. So. Dongles? Oh, wait. that's uh, that's, We would be eating dingle the berry. dongle. Dingle. Dingle. Dingo. Dongle. Ding, dingle dongle dingo ate my baby that's that's literally where we're at this week so but literally before we get into that we've been doing a lot of of talk about this fictitious country continent sure. both all in one it's crazy how many marvel actors have come out of australia have you ever paid attention to that never <laughs> it's crazy so <laughs> no and i'll ask you not to bring it up now <laughs> Check this out. I, I put down a short list. I went to IMDb, and there's there's a list on there. Chris Hemsworth, Hugh Thor. Jackman, Eric Bana. Uh, Hulk. <laughs> Kate Blanchett. Hella. Guy Pierce. That guy. The bad guy. The bad guy and, and the awful, know. awful fucking. Rachel Taylor. Uh, no idea. <laughs> Eka Darnville. Super no idea. <laughs> Luke Hemsworth. Uh, Thor's brother. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually played uh, Thor in the in in the play when they were having a play. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hugo Weaving, which uh, I didn't uh, realize he was Australian. Yeah. I didn't ben, realize, yeah. Ben Mendelsohn, uh, David Winham, Julian McAholm, and Paul Hogan. Paul Hogan. Okay, I made that last one up. But the most I, powerful of them all. I kind of think Crocodile Dundee is in the MCU. They just <laughs> haven't really tied him in yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean- you can't really. Uh, I think the only movie that would have touched on it would be Captain Marvel. That's not a gauntlet. This is a gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, this is a gauntlet. <laughs> that is what they needed. Really, he's, just, he's got the power over the water buffalo. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 crazy to me, or not crazy. I guess it's awesome that so many talented people in one franchise 
have so many uh, key players, and some of those names aren't as well known as others. Who the right. hell is Kate Blank, Blank, Blank Check or whatever her name was? No one's ever heard of that. My apologies to Rachel Taylor and Eka Darville. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Hulk Hogan is on the other end of the, the spectrum. No, but literally, though, Australia is just this fanciful land to most people. Like, doesn't it sound like, like, oh, we sent prisoners there, and everything there will eat you, and they have yeah, Vegemite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which did I don't know if you noticed, but I, I keep Vegemite on hand. We got a jar of. Have you ever had it? Uh, n- no. You want to? Ha- you want to try some Vegemite? Sure. Let's do it on air. <laughs> we should at the after the break. I'll go get some Vegemite. <laughs> right. And David, would you Exclusive. like it on bread or would you like it just to try it? I gotta, I gotta be prepared. I mean, what I is? You just try, is try there it. a correct answer? Well, like they eat it on. T- I like it on a grilled cheese. Okay. But I'm not making you a grilled cheese because I don't have any cheese. <laughs> well, let me just try it straight there you and let's go. see we'll how, it, how it goes. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to Normally, that. Normally, these are the things that happen on blurry photos. <laughs> I just want to point that out. But we get nasty. <laughs> this, this week, though, the, we are talking about the dingo ate my baby. That's such a trope. It, don't you think like well it is yeah and it's a serious topic and we're, we're making light of of a lot of things but this is a very <sighs> serious topic yeah and i think the reason that it became a joke unfortunately is because it sounds funny that that the accent to them and people over here hell the simpsons did it everyone uh took a swipe at it i it, i wonder how much of a joke it is down there Mm-hmm. Down under, well, you know, a, a, as opposed to a very American centric. At the uh, time, view of she it. was looked at as the Casey Anthony of her era. Oh, like, do they know Casey Anthony very well? They did not, especially because she probably wasn't even born yet. Well, but, I uh, mean, now, like, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know if that's. She was looking at as someone who killed her, her, her child, the the woman, mm. and um, you know, to hell, to hell with her. Oh, so yeah. Well, even if you don't know this case, which we're going to get into here in a second, it's the death of Azaria Chamberlain. You've probably heard, though, that phrase, dingo ate my baby, even mm-hmm. if you don't know what it came from. It's so old now, people don't know where it came from. Which is so funny. Here, but here. Yeah, because it's not that old. Right, right, exactly. But but it, Brent, if it's old, I'm old. I know, I know. We're, we're both sadly older than the story, but you know how it goes. It is a truly dark past, though, and it should never come as a joke. We're not making a joke of this. Yet here we are. It's been almost 40 years, and people still make fun of the death of a child. Jesus, buzzkill alert. Well, they really? do, though. That, that's like, your line? Yeah. That's, that's where you draw the line? Yeah, that's well. So, I mean, but, but are people... I I would hesitate to say people are making fun of the death of a child as opposed to just the the portrayal of ha ha Australians sound the, funny the, fra- you know? the phrase yeah. led to leads to the the saying of it and people don't think about where where the phrase came from right. don't like you said don't which know. we do that but to them we sound just as funny they're, over there they're like oh where's my credit card I can't find my keys to my SUV you know I don't know what they say about us but. <laughs> Why did I? Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> let's 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 not talk about it. Yeah, who knows what I'm doing here? <laughs> I'm not tipping my hat. Hey. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so, I just blew, blew out the the mic. <laughs> just like I blew out that butt. Uh, but 
The story, though, is a sad and a crazy one, and it, it's a story that kept coming back up. It didn't really get solved until just a few years ago, and we're going to try to unpack a lot of that this week and talk about it, but I think the first place, a good place to start is At the what beginning. happened. Yeah. So June 11th of 1980, Lindy and Michael Chamberlain welcomed their new baby girl, Azaria Chantel Lauren Chamberlain. Four names. That's a bold choice. Just two months later, though, on August 17th, she would be dead and her death would spark controversy that's going to take years and years and years to go. And it was truly a sensation in the in the news and things like that. And I can't even imagine the agony to a parent of losing their child and then having and something then like having this, this happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the hard part. Last week you were talking about, please believe me. Why don't people believe me? And that kind of ties into this one again. Mm. How terrible if you know something's true and uh, it comes forward and then people go, mm, I don't believe you. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to believe what we want to believe on this. Right, right. So on that night of August 17th on a family camping trip in you lose. You want to try that one? Do you do you want something for that stroke? Yeah, Iluru. Uh, yeah, Iluru, also, also known as Ayers Rock. Yeah, and it's, then no- it's that fa- it's the famous landscape. Yeah, uh, everyone um, has seen that plateau looking that big rock out in uh, not plateau, big red rock out in the middle yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, ma- mesa rounded uh, edges. Yeah, b- big old lump. Yeah, the, <laughs> uh, that's. It's literally known as the big old lump. Uh, It's in the Northern Territory. She actually that night went missing. And the sad part is her body was not found then at all. But uh, Lindy and Michael reported that she'd been taken from their tent by a dingo. And nobody, no other witnesses. And kind of the the unfortunate part is people like, yeah, lady, Mm. you just had a baby. Guess what? You don't want it. You go camping and, oh, mm, dingo ate your baby. You know, that's a, it's just a really convenient way to get rid of a body. I know. I've used it many times. Of course he has. That makes sense. Uh, Yeah. The old dingo uh, um, method. Yeah. Well, they're getting, they're getting to be bad in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I was going to a grocery store once and, and, um, Came into the the parking lot, and there was a there was a coyote just there by the dumpster. Man, every once in the middle of the city, in the city, yeah, you'll see like a coyote or a deer, and like, what are you doing? Yeah, like What's your story, bud. Do you need help? <laughs> so like it, it reminds me of of Deadwood. Like Woo just keeps a pin of dingoes instead of pigs. Yeah, that's how Swedgen uh, gets rid of his. <laughs> just throw him to the dingoes. Yeah. <laughs> The thing of it is, just like we're talking about, society and the courts, who are the true, society seems to be the true court, you know, they knew better. The arbiters, the true arbiters. Yeah. Lindy Chamberlain was tried for murder and spent more than three years in prison for the death of her daughter. And she was finally released when a piece of Azaria's clothing was found near a dingle lair and new inquests were open. Now, I want to point this out. We're talking about this. Clothing was found and new inquests were open, but she really wasn't. She was let out of prison, but she wasn't exonerated for many, many years. And we're going to get into that, but it's not, it's a terrible story. It's a crazy story. This is, it is, it's incredibly sad. And it's like a a double stacked nightmare for these poor people. Like, like you said, not only the death of their child, Mm -hmm. but then that nobody believes them and then they get ridiculed and then they're, they're serving time. She, She was serving time. And even after they're like, okay, hang on. 
hang on, new stuff, let her out of prison, but mm-hmm. but you still did it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like, it, you just, become the boogeyman to society. What does that you know? do to a person, oh, you know? It's terrible. I would assume, I, but I don't know because I've never been through it. Right, right. I don't have children, and I can't, ima- I can't even imagine something like this happened to one of my dogs, let alone a exactly. son or daughter or yeah. anything like that, and then being blamed for it. That's Ugh. the crazy part. Can you imagine? What if your wife, God forbid, went missing and then they said, well, you're the husband, so obviously yeah, you did it. Yeah, you're the one that's- when a, when a child goes missing, well, you're the parent, obviously you did it. Yeah. And it's and then you, you have to conform to like what people think you should be acting like. Which is another <laughs> thing, which is so crazy. I don't know. What was that movie with- Quigley Down Under. <laughs> that is it. That is exactly it. Is everyone here as ugly as you three? (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, it it was a movie with Ben Affleck where his wife, Gone Girl, was that it? Yeah. She disappears, and they're like, he's not acting right. Yeah. Well, he hadn't done it. He's like, how do you know how to act? How do you act in these situations? Right, right. Please, please, uh, send me the manual uh, PDF uh, version, please. Well, I'm going to tell you, I deal with everything with humor. So I would be tried, convicted in the public. Not, yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, where's my wife? Oh, take a please. No, I'm That's not right. that. That's the Australian brand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you guys want to get some shrimp on the barbie? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me get out my didgeridoo. Yeah, I got a, a Maybe I should didgeridoo too. <laughs> I saw a white shark and a couple of spiders. Is that a crocodile? I don't know what they got over there. <laughs> and other Australian references. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me my boomerang. <laughs> boomerang. Boomeranga. Boomeranga. You gotta put the boomeranga. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, has has anybody invented the boomerang? Boomerang. Hey, it's real squishy. <laughs> Comes right back to you. All right. Let's, you, you come right right back on it. Dear God. Let's get a break. <laughs> When we come back, number one, David's going to try some Vegemite because that's really the important part here. And then we're going to dive deeper into, number one, what's a dingo? Because we don't have him here, and I'm sure there's some people that don't know. And what happened, how, how this whole case shook out, that's coming up on Hysteria 51. I'll make him some special Vegemite. No, I'll, I'll put this together. I'll get it for him. Huh? Hola, David and me. I'm a Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I that, I, I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it 
with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. hungry what can i say we went and got it man i so we have here vegemite yeast extract this is the delicacy from down under let you have a whiff of it all right quick let's let's try that my oh my (laughs) so it is the consistency of thicker than what you would think um you know when you first open a peanut butter jar and it's very thick it's probably a little thicker than that Mm mm-hmm it is very, Looks very, like very dark, dark brown, spread, like a dark yeah. chocolate, yeah. And it has a, if I could tell you before you have a taste, if I could sum this up, it tastes like super salty beef bullion. Wow. So 
This is the delicacy that they give babies. Here you go. Let's try it. Uh, and uh, this is this is like a. Um, all right, so we you gotta wait because I know they're not gonna get this at home, but I'm gonna take a little video. Here he is. So first, it, it's, real quick, it's like a small coin sized amount. Yeah, it's not too much. Here's my Vegemite. Hold that up there. I'm gonna we'll put some photos up. It's not very much. Go for it. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh my god, it is salty. Yeah, it's very salty. That's the um, surprising part is how salty it is. Look, I'm a fan of salt. <laughs> But Jesus. <laughs> All right. I ate it. So so what's your what's your takeaway? What is did she kill her baby? No. <laughs> Jesus. So that is salty. Did you get the beef bullion thing I'm talking about? Did you, or did the salt just kill well, it? I, it, I think it, it's more it, the smell that's the beefy. It tastes Brief. fake. It, it, yeah. It's got a real like um weirdly weirdly fake taste right, to it right. and the, the aftertaste is not what i want in, in my life <laughs> in my in my mouth i don't want that in my mouth no I, it's so i appreciate weird. salt but the, so, it, it's the aftertaste with the that salt. is an acquired taste and that is something that they ha- eat over there like we eat like butter well they so a lot of times when you tell when i told them i like it they're like you gotta have it with like equal parts butter you know and they put it on 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 toast and things uh-huh. like that but it's a lot man vegemite she gave me a Vegemite sandwich. Yeah. Getting away from the, aren't you glad I brought you some waters now? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've, I've run to the bottom of my coffee and <laughs> <laughs> so getting back to the story here and away from the, the yeast extract that you've just put into your body. One of the reasons this spread like wildfire in the, the Australian cultural zeitgeist is likely the fact that Americans thought, Dingo was a funny word. Literally, that just became a catchphrase and didn't know what one was, though. And and that's what they actually said on Seinfeld. We got a little clip. Maybe the dingo ate your baby. The dingo is a dog that is native to Australia. The species name is debated. It is variously called Canis familiaris, Canis familiaris dingo, Canis lupus dingo, or Canis dingo. It is either a purebred, if breeding only in the wild, or a hybrid of a dingo and a domesticated dog. Wow, you actually filled a purpose there. I blacked out. What just happened? <laughs> so let me get this straight. The dingo is a type of dog that is described as a dog or so a type of dingo. So a dingo is either a, pro- a purebred dingo that is in the wild or they think like a koi dog here when they've bred with a dog. Yeah. But they all look like that yellowy, orangey. Yeah. They all look the same to me. There's not a lot Spacious. of. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot. A wild dog. It's a wild dog. That's what it is. So, man, I can't even imagine the panic if somehow you saw, though, your child, your kid get attacked by dogs. Then you go, oh, my God, my baby was attacked. This is what we talk about. No one believes you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. And that's what's crazy in this. And the following police investigation found that the mother, well, she's guilty and she's going to prison. Yeah, thanks, you, thanks cops yeah well done there copper that's what they call him down there copper Kappa. yeah you're never you're never gonna catch me comma <laughs> no see even though an inquest supported the parents claim and was highly critical of the police investigation that didn't matter you know who cares about that in fact the findings of the inquest were broadcast live on tv that was the first yeah it was an australian first and that's why this was so polarizing now that sounds funny 
of course it was. What? How many trials have we seen this year? We just had the the cop who went into the wrong apartment and killed that man, mm-hmm. and everyone had already decided one way or another on her. Sure. Uh, it's just common nature, but this was the first in Australia to ever have something like this happen. It's hard to imagine, though, that it's not a, an everyday practice. Well, it is and it isn't. Uh, I mean, should stuff like that be be broadcast and made everybody's business? You know, it, it's literally just doing it for views. It's right. it's doing it to make money right. for whoever's uh, got the camera. You're right? absolutely right. And what's crazy is the coroner, he explicitly said the death was not the fault of the parents, the coroner. Now, this is after comes later. We're skipping around a little bit. I'm just telling the whole story of it. But sadly, after further investigation and a second inquest held in Darwin, a place there, Lindy was tried and convicted of the murder. This happened on 29th of October, 1982. She was sentenced to life imprisonment. Jeez. What about the father? Glad you asked. Michael was convicted as an accessory after the fact and given a suspended sentence. That makes sense, because women are the truly evil of the species. I'm just going to distance myself from that statement and just keep going, unless you you got a hot take on that. Uh, I'm going to act like I didn't hear it, and uh, (laughs) I was looking at my notes. No, what sets this case apart, oh, Mr. Flora, uh, from most is the public and the media's attention Mm -hmm. because it was brand new, and they ate it up like a Vegemite sandwich, man. Shoot. They were hungry for it. So this was two years after the incident happened. That she actually ends up going to prison, yeah. And and was, but was she imprisoned in those two years, or was she just... Uh, released uh, after she, the initial. You know what? I don't know for sure. I for, I, I didn't. I imagine she was in jail that time. Wouldn't you imagine? I, I mean, now if it it's was hard now, to say. Yeah. I and and I'm not a lawman. Yeah, lawman. <laughs> so, but yeah, it it is hard to say, and I guess it would depend on the the flight issues and where they were and things like yeah, that you know yeah. and she was obviously not a repeat offender you know, yeah or, yeah or a, maybe on house arrest but jeez uh, I yeah. mean it, for two years for that to be strung out too and mm-hmm. then to have that right. happen at the end of it and what's crazy the focus on the trial and the story was very tense which was unusual at the time and it aroused accusations of sensationalism and while the trial itself was actually criticized for being unprofessional and biased. Of course, how far is that to think of when it's the first time it's being publicized, uh, you're going to have some issues with anything that's the first time around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the questions that come up for me is, well, are they playing some stuff up for the cameras or are they just still trying don't, to do their thing? Don't you think that that's absolutely the case? You know, wouldn't you think uh, is it uh, here? I am. You know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I, I don't. It, it's kind of the uh, Heisenberg uncertainty uh, right. uh, court case, right? Right. Like, if you look at it, it affects it. If you don't, don't look at it, it didn't. Does it? Affect How do you know? <laughs> well, guess what? It was that way, no matter what. You know, mm. who knows? Who knows? <laughs> oh man! So they didn't sit around though. The Chamberlain they made several unsuccessful appeals, including the final to the High Court of Appeals, uh, their 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 main court over there, and this was one of the biggest. And most misunderstood cases in Australian history. And it's funny because we we see misunderstood cases and they're very prevalent even to this day. And people a lot of times don't realize that they're looking at things the wrong way because you hear something, you hear about a case, and that's the way it is. Public hears what they want to hear. 
everybody spontaneously grows a lot of grief yeah and shit gets stirred and it's just the way and social media and things like that well, have just made worse, it worse yeah yeah so much worse look look at hot coffee uh it's a just short look case at it. <laughs> look at it from a few years ago prime example the woman who spilled oh, coffee yeah, yeah, yeah. on herself okay sure. prime example of not knowing the truth but judging and condemning anyway. So this woman, I, there's a there's a movie about it and other tort laws, and it's really fascinating. We all know the woman spilled coffee on herself, and she sued. Sure. And you're like, stupid woman. What happened was this McDonald's pre and had like 270 some complaints about the coffee being too hot because they were serving it boiling. Oh, the machine was like the coffee machine was set too high. And it would keep the lids from staying on it because it's too hot. Yeah, yeah. She did put it in her lap, and and when she set like set it on her leg, and the top blew off because it was boiling hot, too hot for the the container to hold it. Yeah, she died. They had to resuscitate her. Oh, she had severe burns. She ended up dying while in the hospital. She almost died of crotch burns. She literally died, and they resuscitated her. Literally, wow. She had to have, and they show the pictures, skin grafts. It was ungodly. The pain was terrible, and they faulted her because she held it in the wrong spot as a percentage of it. But it was one of those things where didn't you think someone got it and went, oh, spilt on myself, give me a million dollars. She actually That's how it's portrayed. She didn't even ask for that. All she asked was for help covering her medical yeah, bills, yeah. and McDonald's told her, pound sand. Jeez. <laughs> so she couldn't cover them because they were literally hundreds of thousands of dollars because of the extensive damage that was done to her. She had no question but to sue. Now, there's a lot of other tort laws, and this we're not going to get into tort laws, but it's it's one of those things where it's just an example of the public seeing something and going one way when it's really yeah. going the other. Yeah. And I was absolutely on board with that. Fuck you, crazy lady. Yeah. I mean, it it, it just goes back to, like, why would you question something? Why why not trust, you know, what, right. what you're f- first hearing? But the media... But portrays media, it differently, and a lot yeah. of times they're just making jokes. They're just, they're just Dude, talking about it, and it comes out the wrong way. I made coffee not three months ago, probably. It's, it, it hasn't been very long, but I was making coffee. I had a Keurig machine, mm-hmm. uh, and was making when was making the coffee, and the the water, you know, got into the cup, and I picked up the cup, wasn't thinking, was doing something else, you know, with my other mm-hmm. hand, was moving the coffee, it, and I had filled it a little bit too much, mm-hmm. and it just sort of splashed out and rolled down over my fingers. You this said, is oh, not fiddle DD. I seem to have injured myself. That's right. I'm suing Keurig. <laughs> no, it like as soon as I uh, uh, felt it, and this is not boiling water, right? Right. This is just it. It gets hot in the Keurig machine. It's not boiling. I threw that that cup down, and for the next two weeks, I was dealing with. Uh, Burn on blistered yep. and and horribly, you know, mutilated fingers just from that. Man. So so like, think of it to die covering, from it. Uh, yeah. So she was like, you know, went into like cardiac arrest from everything. Yeah, yeah. And was resuscitated. Yeah, I mean that, that sounds. Um, when I go, she died, but she did. You know, it's, well. it's it sounds crazy, but she did. Uh, Look up the photos. They're available to see what happened to her. No, it thank is, you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Getting back into the story. Yeah, so the point is, it can be tainted, right. especially by public opinion. 
especially by if there's a, a yeah. media source that is trying to um, take it in the right. uh, to an angle. Absolutely, absolutely. There was a movie. Unfortunately, it didn't help per se in the States. Meryl Streep movie made it. Um, Dingo Ate My Baby was the source of this movie. And I think they were trying to produce a movie of empowerment. It kind of had the opposite effect, though. Now, it's an important movie. She actually won an Oscar for portraying this. But Americans and other parts of the world are just like, ha, 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 yeah, right. And kind of turned it into a joke. Mm. If animals took a two-month-old baby... How hard would it be for you, though, do you think, to find proof? And, unless I found their lair. Right. Uh, and, and could show a blood trail and could show, I mean, bones or a body or. Right. I mean, how, how are they you going to chase it. a dog? They eat it. Yeah. They, like you said, you go to the lair. So you, you think it's going to be kind of hard. And the inquests, as we talked about, were all over the place. We mentioned earlier the initial found the parents not at fault. Then the judge ruled that the likely cause was a dingle attack. In addition to this finding, he also concluded that the body of Azaria was taken from the possession of the dingo and disposed of by an unknown method by a person or person's name unknown. Just just throws that in. That's that's a weird. Why go there? Why thing. why are you even doing that? The Northern Territory Police and the prosecutors were dissatisfied with his findings. I mean, why not stop at the dingo took it? Right. Why did he have to go, well, they took it, but then... And then the body... So the parents would so, have buried it and then made or, up a, Or somebody came along and... Oh, look at this baby. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bury it. I know whenever I find a baby, I just immediately start digging. Yeah. Same. I'm like, consecrate this ground now. <laughs> ground sour. <laughs> <laughs> so... At, a, nobody goes uh, down there. Uh, Alluro, eh? Uh, yeah. Uh, they... <laughs> That come back different. Uh, <laughs> the second inquest was called in on September of 81, and based on ultraviolet photographs of Azaria's jumpsuit, James Cameron of the London Hospital Medical College, not, that not, James not of the Terminator and, and Avatar, he alleged that there was an incised wound across the neck of the jumpsuit. In other words, they cut her throat. Weird. He just jumps at this. And then there was an imprint of her hand. Uh, 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 sorry. There was an imprint of a adult hand, a small adult on the jumpsuit visible in the photograph, he said, with ultraviolet. Boom. Chamberlain's are charged with Azaria's murder. Case closed. What is, what is, uh, what constitutes a small adult hand? Um, Seabot has a collection if you want to see. I think he can probably narrow that down word uh, afterwards we <laughs> yeah, can we'll do that, that later <laughs> you, you know what you can have some more uh you can have some more vegemite and we'll we'll check them out <laughs> that's right clean that so, spoon after there was an unsuccessful appeal was made and in, in uh to federal court in april of 83 this is after she's in in prison and even the high court of australia was asked to throw out the conviction on the grounds that the verdict was unsafe and unsatisfactory because of course and an original judges said no however February 84, the court refused the appeal by a majority. Life of a prison and ridicule it is. Or maybe not. There was a break in the case. We're going to talk about that as we talked about when we come back. But, um, yeah, it, it's still uh, incredibly sad. And this thing, we're not done. This is a roller coaster still. It really is. Yeah, yeah. it's going it's, to, this is where it starts getting crazy. Uh, and it goes into what you're talking about with, uh, do they eat it? What do they do with it? Yeah. You know, the food that dingoes eat. So we're going to touch that on Hysteria 51. 
How's that Vegemite treat you now? It haunts me. It haunts my mouth. It haunts my breathing. It sticks around. It, 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 it pokes its head up. It's it, yeah. it is, uh, It's not taking my hints. Yeah, uh, a couple hours from now, you're going to be like, I'm like, fucker. well, I got work tomorrow. <laughs> well, but, you know, got to get dinner started. Well, And it's just like, oh, okay, do that. And I'm like, no, Vegemite, get out. That's what I want to say. What he's saying is he hates the Australian people. I think that's David Flora Flurry Photos. You can email him. and. <laughs> So we we talked about there was a break in the case. Uh, now what we're talking about? All legal options had been exhausted, but oh no! Like a hail mary, there was a chance discovery of a piece of Azaria's clothing in an area where what you talked about dingle layers. This was in '86, and it's another sad, sad thing to happen. On September 15th of 88, the Northern Territory Court of Criminal Appeals unanimously overturned the conviction against Lindy and Michael because of this finding. And a third inquest was conducted in 95, which resulted in open findings. All I'm getting at is there was luck in the case and was sad. In 1986, English tourist David Brett fell to his death from that rock we were talking about. That rock? Is Uluru. important to people, Brent. Uluru. Uh, during an <laughs> evening climb. <laughs> because of this huge size of rock and the, the crazy weird nature of the surrounding terrain, it was eight days before his remains were discovered. Mm. This is just a, a, a place like that. Lying below the bluff where he had lost his footing. And guess what? He fell into a an area full of dingo layers. Hmm. And as the police searched the area looking for him, they found missing bones or they found bones that had been carried off by dingoes. And guess what they found? It was Azaria's missing jacket. Ugh. So that was enough there to say like, Hey, maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's something. I, well, it's, sorry to interrupt, but like something I, it's, it, it's just not making a lot of sense to me is mm-hmm. like how, how much it sounds like there was no, this is not the correct procedure. No, this this verdict is is not right. Here's all the experts that we have saying this, and then it's just like, eh, fuck all that. Well, this is this is what happens. Uh, I mean, do you want to look at that with the the West Memphis Three, and then so many cases around here too, where you know expert testimony condemns someone, and you find out they weren't really an expert, you know, or they never really went to school, but they got a mail away degree, so that's cool. Hmm. You know, yeah, that so are happens. You, are you are you saying then that all the 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 court uh, findings and the coroner and all that stuff are well? Now that there? we've had it, now looking back with you know twenty twenty vision, yeah, I, we I, look at it, we see all the issues. the The police just wanted it to go away. I, I, think. I see. There was so much attention, national attention, and she became the butt of so many jokes. That she was just in prison, she could rot there, and then oh shit, this guy dies, and shit, we found remains. Yeah. It it just uh, in in and maybe it's because we're we're breezing through, and and in hindsight too, it just sounds like there's one or two assholes that that kind of decided the fate, right? Because once a a judge or whatever has an area, the 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 prosecutors have tried someone, they don't want it to be overturned because then it goes back on their desk, True. and they, you know. The chief minister, though, of the Northern Territory at that time when these these findings came out, ordered Lindy's uh, her immediate release and the case was reopened. 
Now, this is after she this had This is spent. after they had spent three years at that time in prison. So he fell in 85. I'm sorry, 86. 86, yeah. And then so she was ordered to be released after that while they figured out what was going on. So she wasn't- At the exa- very least. At, yeah. She wasn't- um, set free as far as like you're off the hook but right. she was released while they reopened the case to look into it then on the 15th of september in 1988 the northern territory court of criminal appeals unanimously overturned all convictions against lindy and michael chamberlain now the exoneration these were based on the rejection of two key points of the prosecutor's case and we're talking about that they don't like going back yeah. But you look back, two key points of the case um, were biased and invalid uh, assumptions made during the initial trial. That's what they call them. They, they, these points were biased and invalid. The questionable nature of the forensic evidence was one of them in, mm-hmm. in Chamberlain trial and the weight given to it mm. raised concerns about such procedures and about expert testimony in criminal cases we talked about these these we can tell that her throat was cut with these yeah, so you have things. uh experts on the other side on the prosecutor's side and that yeah like going back to what you said we could do an entire series on expert testimony being sure. crap because it just happened just like i love talking about the west memphis three the the serrated knife marks where they raked the body was actually where turtles had bitten the bodies oh, you know and you look at that and this guy is an expert the prosecution had successfully argued in this case though that the the hemoglobin tests indicated the presence of fetal hemoglobin in the Chamberlain's car, and it was a significant factor in the original conviction. Remember, they said someone moved the body. It All didn't right. buy there. But it was later shown that these tests were absolutely unreliable, and that similar tests conducted on sound deadener sprayed on during the manufacturing of the car had yielded the same results. So the stuff that's in the car... <laughs> just makes it give false positives <laughs> experts you know like and and also had the child never been in the car before that right like, how do you say well we found dna from the child in in the car now they were saying it was blood it was it was specifically hemoglobin from from a child mm-hmm. um but obviously it specifically wasn't because sound deadener spray well, also does that, it as well yeah. it, uh, so finally so they're released and and all this stuff but the public court of appeals is still against them, you know, because. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The public. So reliable. Finally, a fourth inquest was held in June of 2012. And coroner Elizabeth Morris delivered her findings that Azaria Chamberlain had been taken and killed by a dingo. So that's, that's a second. That's a second time. Yeah. So this one, these findings were in light of. Check this out. Subsequent reports of dingo attacks on humans causing injury and death and the exact same things that they had said were happening and were coming, people were coming forward and they're like, maybe this is actually happening. I mean, Christ's sake, like, did it not happen before 1982? Like, come on. Right. Right. You don't, you didn't believe them then or something like, well, uh, I think everyone saw this though and said it's terrible because after being released, uh, Lindy was paid 1.3 million for false imprisonment and an amended death certificate was actually issued for Azaria showing how she actually died. That 1.3 million sounds awesome, right? It covered less than a third of her legal expenses, which is insane. Yeah. You, I, I mean, why would she, why would she even have to have them if, if all the, if they, if number one, she didn't 
get if if she didn't win, you know, right. if, if she wasn't successfully defended, and then number two, like that, it was eventually exonerated. Right. Like, yeah, it's disgusting. So the the reason we're talking about this, it, you know, it, uh, why this the- show was actually about uh, Australian tort law. Yeah. And uh- <laughs> <laughs> why the hate? Because the hate is what's important. One, we've talked about it. The, it was the most publicized trial in Australian history. And in fact, most of the evidence presented in the case against Lindy Chamberlain was later rejected. It was shown to be completely improperly presented yeah. or false outright. And the case is now used as an example of how media and bias can adversely affect a trial. They teach this class in law school yeah. all around the globe as an example of how you can look at something and the media's already decided. And that to a prosecutor or to a judge, to a lot of people, whether they tell you they believe that or not, it is affects a hefty it. motivator. Yeah, it affects it. Yeah, public and media opinion during trial of this at the time were polarized with these huge rumors that went around. As you know, people start rumors and these jokes, tons of cartoons, political cartoon style, making fun of the parents and her death. Mm. In particular, uh, there was hatred towards Lindy for reportedly not behaving, as you talked about, mm. like a stereotypical grieving mother. Can yeah, you uh, yeah, tell please. us how that is? Can you yeah. give us the... I, I'll show you the, the manual that I was given <laughs> that has not been updated for, you know, centuries. Grieving mother and you. That's right. An the joys of grieving. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> yeah, chicken soup for the grieving soul. <laughs> Jesus. The other thing, and this falls into a lot of this, they the Chamberlains were Seventh-day Adventists, and so they were bashed for that, including false allegations that the church, the Seventh-day, was actually just a cult. They killed infants as part of this bizarre religious ceremony. I'm listening. <laughs> well, it's not. That wasn't true. <laughs> Damn. The, they, I mean, why, like, what a leap to take at that point. Well, like, they, they just knew that they just took the baby to a remote desert location, and she she showed little emotion, as they said, during the proceedings. So, obviously, that's true. <laughs> One plus one equals satanic cult. Yeah. Well, and this is also in the heart of satanic panic of the 80s, where everything, not to downplay that there couldn't have been bad dealings going on, but, you know, it's another thing that was was blamed on and it wasn't true. And there was even an anonymous tip received from a man falsely claiming to be Azaria's doctor and uh, that the name Azaria meant sacrifice in the wilderness. So that's fun. It actually meant God helped. Uh, But... Why let that get in the way of a fun story? Yeah. Yeah. And also, others claim that she wasn't really in that cult. She wasn't really a Christian at all. She's just a witch. Metal. Yeah. Just a sacrifice. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta. You gotta uh, kill them, wipe all that blood all over your body, and go on and fly off some meat. You know, she wanted to live deliciously. And who am am I to blame her? (laughs) It's so terrible when you look at like. How people treat, yeah, perceived, perceived wrongdoings, and you know what? We're supposed to say innocent until proven guilty, but that's not true. Oh well, that's it, it, history says completely otherwise. Like right. all through history, think about how many inquisition inquisitions there were, how many witch trials. Well, I'll tell you right now, nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition. They they don't do what. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, jeep! Uh, no. <laughs> um, it's still, though, this is a big deal still in Australia to this day. The National Museum of Australia has a collection of more than 250 items related to the disappearance of Azaria. This, I mean, this on paper kind of creeps me out. It sounds weird. And Lindy Chamberlain has helped document them all. The National Museum of Australia. Holy crap. This is what they include. Courtroom sketches, camping equipment, a piece of the dashboard from Chamberlain's wow. car, outfits worn by Lindy Chamberlain, the number off of her actual prison door, and this one, and this one is an important one that I'm going to touch on in a second, the black dress worn by Azaria. Now, even the National Library of Australia has a collection of items, her birth record, hospital identification bracelet, manuscript collection, which includes over 20,000 documents, including some of the Chamberlain family's correspondence and a large number of letters from the general public and their opinions on this. Ugh. Now, the crazy part is we said that she had that black dress. Mm-hmm. So at the time, that was popular for infants. We, they looked back at that time. Black dresses were in vogue. But they a really little it. black dress. <laughs> no. But they showed that and they go, see, she's a witch. She was, uh, oh. you know, obviously this evil. Little known that that was like the number one selling things for girls at that time were black dresses like that color because that colors come in, come and go. Right. And literally at in Australia at the time, it was just the in thing to be. But why yeah. let that get in this way of a story? Well, everybody had seen uh, that classic Hepburn flick, uh, Breakfast at Witchenies. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a dress. That's an Aubrey Hepburn movie. You know, <laughs> thanks, Jerry Maguire. Uh, yeah, it's just a crazy thing. And this one, this is a story that a lot of our listeners have asked for because it's just so weird. It's so terrible to look at. Like you know, your you, your baby gets eaten by a, a dingo, an ana, a wild animal eats your child. And everyone goes, yeah. Well, you're going to prison. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like we said. It's just, it's more than that. It, it's so convoluted and awful. It's hard How even, are they today? Like, So the uh, Michael and Lindy are divorced. Okay. And they said that it wasn't because of, Michael's since passed, uh, but he said it wasn't because of promise they had before or even the death. It was the ridicule and chastisement that just drove like this. And I can understand that. It drove a spike between them, and they ended Ugh. up becoming a divorce. And he passed away a few years ago. I believe it was of cancer. Um, when she was exonerated, she kind of came back into the public eye. And this is still a big thing, in, like I said, in Australia and anyone who's studying law that looks into this. And uh, she finally got her, her at least uh, a somewhat of a, a name clear. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's the story that's been, it's several books, mm. films, television shows, and publications of the accounts by the people involved. John Bryson's book, Evil Angels, was published in 85, and then in 88, the Australian filmmaker Fred Shapisi, I think is how you said it, adapted the book into the feature film of the same name, uh, releases a cry in the dark here in America, but in, uh, in Australia and New Zealand, it was Evil Angels. And that was the one that I told you earlier had Meryl Streep as mm-hmm. Lindy and Sam Neill, who you think of him as from the original uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah. Or Darkman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the film gave Streep her eighth Academy Award and her first AFI Award. It was well received, but it did not do anything over here to clear their name. It was just like a uh, people started making fun of, of, of the whole thing. But she did. She did a good job in it, you know, yeah, and yeah. obviously. Um, so like as, as, uh, American men, 
uh, growing up. Uh, American in, man. American man. Uh, in our age group, I think the closest thing to this, and I, I hate if this has gotten compared, uh, you know, ad nauseum. Um, but the closest thing I think we have over here was the OJ Simpson trial. It has right? to be the first one that was, I'm sure it wasn't the first thing, um, that, that went so that public. way, but my school showed it. Yeah. Mine did too. Yeah. Yeah. You we, know, we, we in sat in, the, in class and I watched was in some high school it. when that came out and, uh, was it 95, right? I, I think, think so. One of those. Yeah. And, uh, it came out and we watched the verdict, you know? Yeah. And some of the trial, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, like, what do you think? Is, is this is this comparable in a way, in the sense that the media? There it is, absolutely. Yeah, the media jumped in. They, there's influence. Most people here, unfortunately, don't even know what this was about, other than yeah. the, the 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 line "Dingo ate my baby." Like I said, the Simpsons. Everyone's made made jokes about the Seinfeld, everything. Because like over here, the and correct me if I'm wrong, but perception is uh, OJ did it. Right. And, and then was Everyone like falsely P- perceptions nine tenths of the law forget possession i guess so. you know uh i mean and that's and that's the perception that people have is that you know he he was guilty but then acquitted and i and ma- maybe fit. it's not a the good love did not fit <laughs> we did not you and i saw kato kalen a couple weeks ago we did we did How- and He's sitting there weird. on his phone. I'm like, that's Kato Kalen. We were three feet from the And dude. then I realized later there was a banner that said, Kato Kalen's here. We were at the, um, we were speaking at the- uh, Wizard World. Wizard World, yeah. yeah. Kato Kalen was we in the back. We were three feet from him. You go, why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why, why at, a, at a comic book? I lived behind a killer, allegedly. You know, you know. So uh, what, but but this, uh, the, the OJ case had a different outcome. Right, right. right. I, I mean, so the OJ, someone that they really thought and and that did it and that didn't go to jail. This is one that, well, I guess they really thought that she did it over there too, and she did. That's then yeah, it was that's what I'm that saying. She didn't. And later is, they found, like I said, they found her clothing, and they actually found and eventually bones that showed they? that that were hers, which is crazy to me that they're still there. She was one thousand percent exonerated. Now, again, if you go down the rabbit hole of of you know people saying otherwise well she killed their baby and then threw it to the dingoes things like that and the husband tried to stop her and there's all sorts of, of <laughs> theories on it of course the dingo ate your baby you gave it to him you know oh stuff like that but um yeah nicole nicole just fell on the knife repeatedly right right stop it <laughs> i'm just Wrong, trying to make you a oh, vegemite you sandwich you, you know <laughs> yeah it's terrible and it it's it's so many other cases, like they said over there, where the dingoes came into a campsite, they thought they wouldn't be around people and started attacking people or trying to pull away children. And they're mm. like, mm, this is happening in that yeah. same area. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know. As far as my thoughts on this, man, I don't know how you keep the public. The public should have the right to know. But maybe we should also have the right to shut up. Why? why? Um, because it's we're paying for it. I think is the way they look at it. You're paying for the, you know, the public defender or the, 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 we're paying for the things. That's the way I've heard people argue about it in that. That's not my argument. That's the argument I've heard of. Why do we have the right? Uh Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. A lot of times there are sealed court hearings, um, for different things. So I don't know. I, I mean, we pay for 
military research. We pay for national security. Right. Do we have the right to 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 know that stuff? Tom too? DeLong says we don't need to know it. We just need to know that it's there for us. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, like. I don't know. That's that's a that's a strange argument. Uh, I understand why where it's coming from, but uh, obviously, I think it's it's great that they're making an example of this. That they're using it to teach. This is not the way something should be handled. But we're not learning. Look at like I said, the hot coffee tort laws, things like that. And that's just well, one of. If you watch hot coffee, the documentary, there's several other cases on both sides of it. That show that did it happen? Did it's a hit piece on tort laws and things like that, you mm-hmm. know. So keep that in mind. But the hot coffee, the McDonald's one, was a fantastic example of the court of public opinion being yeah. wrong. And that, but that was also an American example. Um, mm-hmm. So in Australia, does this still happen? Yeah, I mean, the world there is just like ours, much much smaller, you know. And they have the same social media and things that we do. And absolutely. Absolutely, can this happen? Because I don't think anything's probably happened to this degree. No, I, I right? don't. I think that this is the major case that we look yeah. at. Just like that, we haven't had a case like OJ either here. Yeah. Luckily, not exactly the same. You you could make a case for Casey Anthony or, or mm-hmm. a few others here and there, and there's even crazier cases. Hell, the town over from where I grew up, a woman allegedly killed her ex husband so that he couldn't see their child. But everyone thinks they know that mm. the grandmother actually did it. Hmm. It's one of those things, and then the family hides, and what's true, what's not. I'm not. I'm not weighing in on that. That's just that made national news in my little town of 700 people. A girl I went to high school with was the dentist from Houston. I'm sorry, Dallas. That was murdered a couple years ago. I don't even remember this. It made national news. A hit was put out on her because she was dating a, a guy and his ex was jealous. Not even ex, wife, girlfriend put a hit and she was killed. The woman ended up going to number one on the FBI's most wanted list and was caught in Mexico and extradited and brought back here and now was in prison for life. Hmm. Kendra Hatcher was her name, the dentist and made national news. But these stories aren't the same, uh, very different, but we sensationalize these stories. Yeah. Uh, for one reason or another, and why did Kendra's story grasp and and it was reported on in every news outlet, USA Today and CNN and and, and I mean uh, Fox News and everyone was covering the case. Could you argue that that is a that that is a part of trying to find her, trying to track her down? It can be, but you know also they're telling you uh, what they feel, and in a case like with OJ, we'd already decided what we felt. Hmm. You know, uh, a case like with the uh, the Chamberlains, unfortunately, they'd already made up their mind. The ju- original judge said, "No, there's not enough. Like we believe it." They right. go and they go. Now we're going to retry them, which is crazy because it's not over here. It's over so this there. was, and it was a, a jury, a jury of their peers that the ju- a judge, a judge. No, so the, the second the judge, the second judge. See, that's it's just nuts, just nuts. It is nuts. It is nuts to me. So what it's a- like, oh uh, no, this this judge. <laughs> Who's, this is his job, mm-hmm. says, no, you, there's nothing uh, here. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, yeah, and the public's like, no, that's not what we want to hear. Let's get a judge to yeah. tell us what we want to hear. Yeah, And then, and then uh, they went with that judge. Yeah. Like, but then again, you find out that all the, the stuff that was wrong was came in through those inquests. And, the, and again, I'm not a lawman. I'm not either, but I tell you what, I'm also not. The, I'm not an expert witness. And that's a crazy time. I, You know, another thing that puts a lot of people into prison is is uh triangulation of cell phone towers 
I worked in the cellular company for a long time in cellular industry, and I worked with the subpoena department in the company that I worked with. And cellular triangulation, you can make a story for whatever you want. And one of the Ugh. best ones I watched this show was like it, it where the 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 prosecution showed that the the pings showed that this they had been hunting this woman and killed her. And then the defense lawyer showed that someone else had done it and it was his phone. Cause he's like, these, I live in that area. He goes, so you could make the exact same oh, thing wow, that yeah. I did it. He yeah. goes, because that's how uh, you're not using GPS. You're just pinging off towers, mm. you know, and towers ping off multiple, you can ping off multiple towers. But unfortunately, now a lot of times, a lot of places have now thrown that out. You cannot use that. Just well, that's like, good because just that's, like yeah. um, lie detector tests, mm. things like that. They're just faulty. Mm. I learned how to fail, so you can't have to be thrown out uh, a lie detector test, and it's easier than you think. They don't want you to try to get some right out. You just get them all wrong. Clinch like you got to take a shit, like you're holding it. It'll raise your blood pressure. And you'll fill every question. That's what they teach them. Hmm. And it's that easy. And then they they can't get a baseline on you, so they can't use it. Wow! Isn't that isn't that crazy? I, it's all. What it's if you gotta crazy. really take a shit? <laughs> no. Easy peasy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah. It's a little dirty doing this one. It's just a, a little downer. Uh, it 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 is a downer, and that's why you know at the top we're we're like there's there's nothing about this that that we're making light of. Obviously. No, not at all. We, this is a this is another one of those that probably wouldn't have been a high pick for me, but it was a high pick for our, for our folks, listeners, yeah. and so we're going to do it for you. So that's our thoughts. What are you guys thinking? We got a lot of you from Australia. What are your thoughts? I really would like you to go on Hysteria Nation and tell us what were your thoughts growing up at this time if you were alive or now. How is this looked at there? Yeah, I'd love to hear your opinion on that and your experience especially on that you can tell me on hysteria nation just go to facebook.com search hysteria nation also facebook.com slash hysteria 51 pod that's a regular page where you can find this and all our other episodes at hysteria 51 pod you can tweet to us with your opinions don't forget to hop on instagram hysteria 51 pod on there patreon patreon.com slash hysteria 51 you can pick your own topic we had our first person pick his own topic so he's actually traveling right now when he comes back he's picking and hosting his own show oh wow so that's exciting and we had a hundred followers on there so we are having a new segment where i'm starting where once a month i'm going to pick someone at random that is a patreon and just they're on for the show and we're going to do an up all night with them for our patreon members so that's kind of fun and you can get all sorts of other stuff, T-shirts and posters. Uh, for Tree Fitty, I'll draw you a picture poorly of the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> that goddamn Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> for Tree Fitty. Yeah. If you want to hear your voice on the show, 773-669-7277. Again, that's 773-669. If you forget, huh, I forgot the last four, 7277. If you get any of this, it's area51.com. But more importantly than all of that. There's a little show, a little <laughs> show, I say, called Blurry Photos and a little man sitting across from me. You're actually like seven foot tall. I always forget that. You're, I'm 6'2". How tall are you? 6'4"? 6'3". 6'4", okay. <laughs> you f- I feel like you're like tower over me. I slump though and my wife always yells at me. I, f- I, I forget that you're you're as tall as you are. Yeah. Tell us about Blurry Photos. Well, Blurry Photos is uh, a great podcast. Go check it out. Uh, blurryphotos.org. Uh, Brent, I also started a new podcast lately, which uh, you might be 
uh, hearing more from you Ooh. on uh, called Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. Bang it is bang. a uh, trivia podcast. It's That's a lot right. Of fun. And uh, I'm not going to say the outcome, but I was on there recently. Yeah. With, it was a, a Stereo 51 episode. John and I and Ray and Kevin. That's right. We're all on there and had a blast and some tears were shed. <laughs> it, it's good. It, it'll be coming out soon, actually. It, I think it's our next group episode that uh, we're releasing. Real quick, I just want to show uh, a bit of a, you know, the the camaraderie and spirit of, you know, us. Uh, we're feuding right now because we're both up for best podcast in Chicago. Right. The Chicago Reader has the best of going on for the first time in two years. Actually. They didn't do it last year. Yeah. You are the reigning champion. Well, I'll tell you what. So <laughs> this is the voting period where everybody, you know, goes nominations out and, and, are over. And, and, and so votes. it's down to the, the two of us and uh, two other shows that uh, we're not even going to mention. I don't. I, yeah, I'm not too familiar with them, but yeah. um, that's, uh, a, that's not a slam on them. I just <laughs> no, it's, it's the truth. They're not on the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, I definitely feel like the uh, the underdog this year because, uh, you know, I, I have a Blur Eaver army, but you have a nation and. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am uh, I'm a, already like maybe you have a seven nation army I'm gearing up uh, the old uh, trophy I guess I'm I'm polishing it to hand over to you guys oh lord don't say that no if you guys all were saying go to uh, go to either of our pages there's links and vote for your favorite uh, show on there and if it's one of the other shows go fuck your I mean vote for them that's fine don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> did you go to the party they have a party afterwards did you go to the this year on november 7th they're having a god no nah. why why would i i, I don't <laughs> know like i i like I feel rubbing like elbows i like being like Whoa. i do not well i i feel like wiener wiener over here wiener. it's gonna be a ton of people who th- think very highly of themselves we got our uh <laughs> very much so we got the webby honor so we won that webby honor last year uh-huh I I hope this isn't telling any stories out of school. I would never apply to the Webby's just because it's hundreds of dollars Mm. just to it's one of those things. So we didn't and we're not going to this year. But last year I got an email and they're like, hey, we would like you to apply to the Webby's for for the Webby Awards. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Uh, no, thank you. (laughs) And they said, we're giving you a scholarship for one reason or another i don't know why that just means you can pick one category and it's free wow and i said okay so we did best episode and we got a an honorary so we weren't in we didn't win the webby but we were um they it's weird they they can pick up to four honorees Mm -hmm. you get a winner then they pick up to four honorees or zero (laughs) they don't always they might have one might have zero might have two might have three and i don't know if any others got an honorary, I think I could probably look that up, but I'm lazy. Hmm. So I didn't look that up. But yeah, so <laughs> it's unfortunate as we talk about this is the Chicago one is free. Mm-hmm. A lot of the awards for podcasts are not. Yeah. Like the Webby's is hundreds of dollars. It's a little nuts. It, and, and it's all, I mean, in the end, isn't it kind of just a kind of a, a douchebag prestigious thing? Me. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I will say and, this. And, and I'll tell you what, I'm just, and don't mean to interrupt, but like no. the same shows went over and over. And they're the big time, the ones you always hear in the lists and shit. Well, no, we were, you're, you're bitch, exactly bitch, right. Bitch, bitch, bitter, bitter, bitter. Yeah. <laughs> we were in, though, uh, when I went to the House of Works offices when we were recording from there they have a wall with all their webbies and everything that was pretty cool but you know what i bet they don't have ours up there <laughs> for some reason i bet they didn't go out and buy because they gotta buy one i yeah. bet they didn't do it oh well oh well, oh, well. 
this has been man the the death of azaria chamberlain it's been a a heady one a sad one but an important one we can all learn from this and totally i know we're not gonna all go hey let's remember what happened in australia and not jump the gun but maybe, maybe keep that in the back of your mind. Maybe keep the back yeah, of your mind the hot yes. coffee. Especially the, the headlines. And Everything the you spin. read is twisted one way or the other. Yeah, everybody's got a buzz. Look at the guy The guy that just came out and it was, now I don't know what he said. It was, I guess, a Tosh.0 tweet that he retweeted. Oh, the guy that Bush, he had the Vimo send me beer money and then he's donating yeah. it. And now it's up to like over $3 million. Some uh, writer said, look at this horrible tweet and got him banned from bush is dropping everything they were doing with him they're still going to give the money to the 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 hospital as well they should and then that writer i guess someone said look at his tweets and now he's been fired because he in his back catalog had tons of racist and horrible things he had said too talk about don't shit where you eat man talk about uh living in a glass house uh (laughs) throwing stones around like jeez what a time to be alive i mean two thousand years and look how far we've come Right. <laughs> anyway, so don't forget, go to Blurry Photos, or, or you can even go to his Quiz Quiz Bag Mag, and if you can't find a link to his Blurry Photos for Chicago Reader, complain. <laughs> <laughs> Just complain. This podcast is shit. I want a link. Five stars anyway. <laughs> yeah, five stars. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it, I do have a big picture that'll take you right to the survey on blurryphotos.org, so right. that'll be good. But uh, yeah, awesome. uh, Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, search for that on Podcatchers and uh, Facebook, Quiz Bang Pod, all that good stuff. And, I, and your wife is on that one with she, you, too. Yeah, she is. Uh, Which you didn't allow her to be on when I was on. I'm kind of kind of sad. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I kept her in She's the corner. She's allowed in the studio. She, it, she just runs so much amok that, uh, yeah. Is it because of the longing I can see in her eyes when I'm around her or other, other? It's, uh, it's because, it's because she just can't stop touching butts. <laughs> and <laughs> she's well, she much like, <laughs> she is from Delaware. John Goforth. <laughs> oh, oh, an yeah. apprentice of mine. It's terrible that he's been stuck in Delaware for two weeks, but you know. What are you going to do? We're going to get someone from Dover, the Dover Chamber of Commerce. I will have you know. Yeah, it is not terrible here. I'm doing we my- have an Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, I've been Brent. I've been David. He's been Conspiracy Butt. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.